All right. Back in 1984, there were big shoes, and I mean big shoes to fill, when Bob Bell retired as the first bozo on WGN-TV. And Joey Dioria filled those big shoes for 17 years. Joey's back in town for the Wheaton All Night Flea Market at the DuPage County Fairgrounds. A mini Comic Con, so to speak, with celebrities, collectibles to buy, food, and fun, too, from 3 to 1 a.m. And to talk about it all is Joey Dioria. It's been a while, Joey. How are you? It has been, David. Good to talk to you again. My goodness, it's been a while. It's been a while. I was going to say, when was the last time you were at GNTV? Because I think that's when I saw you in studio over there. Well, I believe, uh, believe it or not, I was promoting a movie, which was the Yokai Watch movie, because mm-hmm. I had done one of the voices on, on that series, Yokai Watch, which is a, a Japanese anime project. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, for people that that don't know, Joey's the voice behind so many uh, animated shorts, games, all kinds of things. I mean, you found some great success in, in doing this. <laughs> well, I was very lucky. Uh, I knew a lot of people in L.A. Uh, who who moved up in the ranks while I was here in Chicago. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. And, and fortunately, they all remembered me. I love that. I love that. You know, it was... Um, it was back in, in 84, and I, I kind of love the story. You were an actor performing. You had an act called Dr. Flamo, and uh, Milt Larson uh, was the first to book you, I think, at the Magic Castle. And there's a story that involves Jim Neighbors, which I want you to tell. <laughs> well, actually, uh, like all actors in, in Hollywood, the first thing I had to do was find myself a good waiter's job. <laughs> right, and, uh, right, right. I went to the Magic Castle, and but I couldn't get a job there because all those waiters had been in that uh, position for years, and they weren't about to give them up. But Milt had a new club called the Variety Arts Center in downtown Los Angeles. And it was a club dedicated to vaudeville, and, and uh, it was just a beautiful yeah. place. And uh, I got a job there, and I started working lunches. And one day, Milt Larson came in with Jim Neighbors and all of the executives from the Jim Neighbors uh, television mm-hmm. show. He he had a talk show for a while, and uh, Milt was trying to convince them to uh, to join the club. And as I was serving their drinks, Jim Neighbors turned to Milt and said, "So what's this uh, funny act you want to book on the show?" And Milt said, "Oh, it's called El Flamo," and that stunned me for a moment. <laughs> and I put the last drink down. I said, excuse me, are you talking about the man who burns his hands to the song Smoke Gets in Your Eyes? And Milt said, yes. I said, ah, it's not called El Flamo. He's called (laughs) Dr. Flamo. And Milt was stunned. And he went, yes, that's it. Do you know him? And I went, sir, I am him. (laughs) Love that. And Milt turned to Jim Neighbors and said, only in Hollywood, can you find the actor you're looking for as your waiter? <laughs> That's very true. That's very true. I, I believe me. I know so many people that have gone out there, you know, to to make it big in Hollywood. And of course, you got to have a second job. That's what you do in the very beginning, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But you appeared on the Gong, Gong Show. But that conversation also got you eventually an appearance on the Tonight Show starring Johnny Carson. That that must have been surreal because that was the biggest thing. In show business, that you? was indeed yeah. the biggest thing. What, yeah. but um, after I had you know been working for Milt for a while, um, Jim uh, Johnny Carson's casting director Jim McCulley was coming in to look at a m- magician because Johnny wanted to book a magician on his New Year's Eve show. Yeah. Okay, and Milt had two magicians he wanted him to look at, and um, 
he came to me and said, would you mind doing the Dr. Flamo act in front of the curtain while we clean the stage up so that the second uh, magician can go on? I wow. said, sure. Wow. So I came out and I, I, I did the act. Now, Jim McCulley had a reputation among comedians that he never laughed, no matter how funny you were, mm. because basically he was studying what made your act funny. Ah. So he was a tough guy to Fair. play to. Yeah. But fortunately for me, he had two guests with him that night. Tim Conway and Harvey Corman. No way. No way. <laughs> and and they roared. And Tim Conway slid off his chair under the table. <laughs> I love that. On the Carson and, and show, I'm, for God's sake. I, I, I then, you know, cleared up my props. And as I was getting ready to leave, Milk comes up to me and he says, um, Jim McCulley wants to talk to you in the bar. So uh, I went up, and, and sure enough, he booked me. Uh, speaking of Milt Larson, he, he passed away a few uh, weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And I was in Los Angeles for the memorial service for Milt, oh, which right. was pretty much a vaudeville show. Oh, there were several magicians. Wow. I was there with several performers. We did songs that he had written with Dick Sherman of the Sherman Brothers. Yeah. It, was, it was a very sweet farewell to an incredibly wonderful man, and a brilliant showman. A great way to honor him. Great way yes, to honor indeed. him. Absolutely. Um, then after that, I mean, shortly after that, then y you find out, and I'd love to hear this story, like that there were some big blue shoes in Chicago that needed to be filled. So how did that even get to you? How did you even, you know, even want to do that? Well, uh, I didn't. <laughs> All right. Yeah, what happened was um, right after I booked The Tonight Show, I got picked up by a personal manager. And this woman spent an entire year turning work down for me, saying, <laughs> Joey Dioria doesn't do under fives, which means under five lines. And after she poisoned my name with every casting director in Hollywood, she dropped me. And the That's last nice. thing she said to me was, you know, they're holding auditions for Bozo the Clown. I can get you in on that. And if you get it, you don't have to pay me a commission. I said, don't bother. Yeah. And I... I, I pretended to be aloof, but the truth of the matter is, I knew so many guys that were ex-ringling clowns, oh. mime, jugglers, Venice Street beach uh, uh, entertainers. I figured they'd find what they wanted, because I had no clowning background. Mm -hmm. I was a comedian. And uh, as a matter of fact, the day of the auditions, uh, Al and Roy Brown, who played Cookie, right. came to KTLA in, in Los Angeles and auditioned Quite a few actors. In fact, I happened to be driving by Sunset Boulevard that day, and I saw a line that stretched for three blocks. Wow. Wow. Okay. Anyway. Wow. I was glad that I, I wasn't in, in, in that line. But, mm -hmm. uh, but that was it. And after it was over, uh, about a month later, my wife read an article uh, in the Christian Science Monitor in which Al Hall, the producer, said, the only people who've auditioned for us are client clowns and jugglers and street entertainers. I need somebody who knows old-fashioned vaudeville and burlesque comedy who Very isn't true. 80 years old. Very true. Very true. And, and that's what I had been doing at the Variety Arts Center. We'd been doing old-fashioned vaudeville comedy there. So my wife said, you know, they did everything but put your name in the article. <laughs> so I, uh, I sent Al Hall my videotape from The Tonight Show. Actually, I phoned Chicago first because I wasn't sure as to whether or not they'd already found right, anybody. Right, right, yeah. And he said, no, no, we're still looking. He says, uh, if you want to send us a tape, go ahead. We have to make a decision by the end of this week. Oh, jeez. Wow. I called him on a Tuesday. 
Well, a week came and went, so I figured they found somebody. And about two weeks after that, I got a phone call from Al Hall saying, we'd like you to come in on audition. I said, okay, when? He said, Friday. (laughs) I said, well, uh, we just sent you a plane ticket and some scripts. I went, all right. So I flew out, and uh, they put me up at a hotel here in town, and uh, I went into audition. And the minute I walked through the door, the first person I saw was Roy Brown, who looked at me and said, I broke my leg in three places. And I said, don't go in those places. (laughs) (laughs) And he said, he turned to Alan and went, so far, so good. (laughs) Right, right. And... uh, we we had it we we hit it off. Uh, the, I read through the scripts with Roy and Fraser Thomas, and uh, then Al said, "We want to see what you look like in the costume." So they had a makeup artist there. Wow! And uh, I said, "Well, I can do my own makeup." And Al said, "Gina's paying for the makeup artist. Use the makeup artist." <laughs> All right. It sounds like so, Al, by the way. <laughs> yeah, thank you. No one can talk about Al Hall without doing an imitation of it. <laughs> I, think that, I think you're right. I think you're right. <laughs> Anyway, so they put me in the makeup, they put me in the suit, and just as I was about to get out of the makeup chair, Roy Brown comes in dressed as Cookie, and he says, hey, we're in luck. This is going to be the biggest audience we've had yet for an audition. And he left. And I went, Audience? (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Wow. Apparently, they invited in audiences of people who were on the waiting list, you know, to come in and see the auditions. (laughs) And uh, we had a full house. And at first I was kind of annoyed, but then I thought, you know, I'm in clown makeup. If I mess up, these people will never see me again. So I had fun. Uh, Roy and I chewed up the scenery. We had a great time. And as we're shaking hands with all the kids and moms and dads on the way out, one 12-year-old boy looks at me, gives me a very friendly punch in the shoulder and says, you've done good. I hope you (laughs) get the job. (laughs) <laughs> That's awesome. But you know what? Performing in front of an audience, you know, you're doing an audition. That probably just gives everybody the juice to do exactly yeah. that and and be successful. And then you did it for 17 years, and it's not a bad run. And here's the thing, Joe. I, I love that you're coming into town. I'm going to try to make it out there tomorrow to say hello. You haven't been I doing so. you haven't been doing these things because we all know Larry Harmon, and we all know what a challenging guy that guy could be but now you're be, you're actually the diplomatic description <laughs> i've ever heard i'm trying i'm trying um but you're going to be at this wheaton all-night flea market in dupage county fairgrounds and it's very well known it's like a little mini comic con besides being you know flea market and everything else and it's a cool thing to meet celebrities uh, collectibles to buy food fun three to one a.m and you will be there tomorrow yes i will and I am looking forward to it. And that is true. Larry Harmon. The, the thing is, I started looking into doing Comic-Cons based on a lot of my voiceover work from yeah, anime, video sense. games, and mm-hmm. cartoons. But um, the interest really came because I had been Bozo. Mm-hmm. And I spoke to uh, David Arquette about this. And he said, yeah, go for it. He said, spread the bozo love. I love that. I love that. I love that. And he and he's just very, very uh, supportive and, and, and wants me getting out there and keeping bozo's name uh, out there in front of the public. I love it. And you're going to bring some really cool collectibles and some other very unique things that you'll sign and so forth um, at the fairgrounds yes. too, right? Yeah. Yes, I've got some wonderful photographs. Uh, I've got photographs of myself with Bob Collins. Oh, I love that. Uh, Michael Jordan, Harry Carey, and Steve Stone. Love that. Letterman? Uh, a little Letterman? I have some old, 
But part, you know, I did not bring any copies of that okay. one, but I'm, I'm going to. Yeah. That'll be my next. Should I come back to Chicago for C2E2? I will definitely Absolutely. bring some more, more stuff. But um, uh, I do have a, a very interesting story, though, about uh, doing doing Bozo with um, with Harry Carey and Steve Stone. Yeah. It was um, I went to a Cubs game and they brought me up to the booth where they were, and while we're there and the cameras are rolling. Steve Stone offers me one of his notoriously horrible cigars. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he says, uh, here for a cigar, Bozo? And I went, well, you know, Steve, there's nothing like a good cigar. And that's nothing like a good cigar. <laughs> <laughs> well said. And Harry Carey roared. So that was... <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love fun. it. I love it. Well, you can meet Joey Saturday, tomorrow, uh, Wheaton All Night Flea Market at the Page County Fairgrounds, again, 3 p.m. to 1 a.m. I'm going to try to make it out there, pal, and you have a good time. I will indeed, and thanks so much for having me on. Absolutely. Thanks, Joey.